0: Hi, my name is Denise Crooks, and welcome to Chisholm Trail Creative Writing Podcast. I'll be sharing my own short story. It's called The Woman in the Park. If you like my podcast, please feel free to like, share, or leave a comment. It was a nice day, so I decided to go to the park. I got dressed for my morning run. I started on the trail, but I got interrupted. There was a ball coming in my direction, so I picked it up and handed it to the little girl running after it. Her mom told me thank you, and in that moment, I saw her. I don't know what it was, but my heart just lit up, and I hadn't known why. I started back on my run, and when I finished my run, I went home. I sat on my bed, and I just stared at the ceiling. There was nothing else I could do. All that was on my mind was that little girl's mom. I have no clue what made her so special to me, but it was something. I just couldn't put my mind on it. I told myself if I ever saw her again, I was going to talk to her this time. A week went by, and I ended up going to the park every day at that time, hoping to see her, and I always got the same results. She was never there. I started to get a bit upset because she wasn't there. I thought I'd never see her again, that I'd never get the chance to meet her and get to know her. But this day was different. I waited about 10 minutes after I got there, and then I saw her daughter. I wasn't going to go up to her daughter and ask where her mom was, because, you know, that's just weird. That's how you get arrested. And I wasn't trying to be arrested. So I patiently waited, and then I saw her, and I got the same feeling I had last time when I saw her. It was amazing. It was like love at first sight. I walked up to her, and I was all shy, and I asked her, is this your daughter? And she said, yes. I said, she's beautiful. I see where she gets it from. She laughed at me, and she asked me for my name. I told her my name was Jason. She said, mine's Vanessa. I told her a pretty name for a pretty woman. We sat and talked for about 20 minutes, and I asked her for her number. She gave it to me, and I said, I'll call you when I'm not busy. After about two days, I called her, and she told me she was at work. I said, and I asked her, when's your next break? I'll bring you food, and we could talk over a lunch break. She told me that her next break was in an hour. So she sent me the address of her work, and she told me what type of food she wanted, and I picked up the food. I told her that I would meet her at her job, and she would come outside, and we would eat in the car and listen to music. When I tell you her laugh and her smile was so cute that it had made me smile, it was amazing. She had to go back to work, and I had things to do. Sure enough that night, she called me, and she told me to come over, no questions asked. And I ended up staying the night because it was late when we finished talking. That morning she started to throw up and I asked her what happened the, what happened last night. You were fine. She said I don't know but it's getting late. I need someone to take my daughter to school. I told her that I'd take her and pick her up on my way to work. And that I'd offer that I get off early to bring her back so that you can rest. And by the time that I pick her up, hopefully I'll be feeling better. And if you need anything just call. And I'll bring you something when I pick your daughter up. I tried to take her daughter to school, and she asked me what was wrong with her mom. And I said, go talk to her yourself, and I'll be in the car waiting for you when you're ready to go. She told me to help her study for a test on the way to school, so we played a little game to help her memorize it. She asked me what I did for a living, and I told her that I was a realtor. She was really excited to hear that I was a realtor, and she asked me if she could come with me so when I showed people their houses. And I said, that's fine, but... Call your mom and ask her if it's okay first. So her mom said that she could come. She actually helped me sell the house, if I'm being honest. And I was extremely happy because I'm making money. I asked her how she did it. I asked her how she did on her test. And she said that she aced it. I told her, wait till you tell your mom. When I took her home, I went in her mom's room and I asked her how she was feeling. She said not the best. I said, well, what are you in the mood to eat? And she told me what she wanted. Then I cooked it for her. I told her if she needed me tomorrow, just call. The next week, she called me to let me know she was how she was doing, and I asked her if I could take her on a date. She told me yes, and I said, great, what do you like to do? She told me to surprise her, so she didn't help much. So I asked her daughter, and her daughter told me what she liked to do. I picked up Vanessa on a Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. First, I took her to the zoo, and we looked and fed animals. For some reason, she loved the monkeys. I don't know what it was. It was weird. I didn't ask either. Part of me didn't really want to know. She asked the man if she could hold him, and I just laughed. Next, I took her to the water gardens. She let me take pictures of her, and then I showed her afterwards. And at the water gardens, we had a picnic type of thing. Then I took her to the movies, and we went to see one of her favorite movies. I took her home, and she told me that she had a great time. I said, I'm glad, but she asked where I figured out what she liked. I said, let's just say I had a little help. She laughed and I walked her to the door, and as I was leaving, she kissed me. I asked her what that was for. She said, for a great time. She told me that she would call me later, and I said, okay, and then I left. I went home, and when I got home, my mom had called me, yelling in my ear like she was being attacked. I told her to calm down and slow down. I asked her, Now mom, what's wrong? And told me slowly and calmly. She told me that her and my dad were getting a divorce. I didn't really have a reaction and I don't know if I made her think that I don't care. That wasn't the case, but I already knew that they were having problems and I knew that this was coming. So I wasn't really surprised. She was still my mom and he was still my dad. That hadn't changed. The only thing that had changed is that they don't love each other anymore. That's not something that I can change, that's out of my ability. She told me how it all went for about two hours and she was and I was really sleepy. I was falling asleep but she was talking to me, so I told her not to be ruining anything, but I'm just really tired. I woke up about 2 a.m. and she was still telling me about the divorce and she finally said, but your dad cheated on me. She should have really started off with that. She was just really rambling along about Things that just weren't really important. In my mind, I was telling myself, this changes everything. This just isn't okay anymore. I told her I had to go to work in the morning and then I would call her tomorrow. That night, I couldn't sleep. I just kept twisting and turning until I got up. I tried to drink some warm milk and take some sleeping pills, but nothing worked. No matter what, I just couldn't sleep. All that was on my mind was, how can my dad do that? Was she not enough for him? I needed to know, but at the same time, I didn't want to know the real truth. He broke her heart. I didn't want to hear his voice or to even look at him. It was now four a.m., and I needed to be at work at eight. So either I find a way to sleep, or I just had to find. I just had to find a way to. There was no or. I thought to myself, maybe if I drink some coffee, I'll be able to stay up at work. There were too many thoughts going on through my head, and I couldn't take it anymore. I got out of bed, and I went to my backyard, and I jumped in my pool. I thought a good night swim would do me good. I got under the water for a couple seconds, and I just laid there. That's a good way to think. I swam back and forth a couple times, and it didn't help either. I decided that I wanted to talk to somebody, and I told myself I'm going to call Vanessa and hope that she answers. The phone rang about three times, and I didn't think she was going to answer. Not to mention it was 5 o'clock in the morning. A couple of weeks later, she answered and sounded tired. She said, hey, it's early. What's up? I said I needed to talk to someone, and I didn't know who to call. I told her that if I was interrupting something, that she could hang up and that we could talk tomorrow. She told me, no, it's fine. I don't need to be up till 11. She invited me over, and I asked her if she was sure because it was early in the morning. She was like, yeah, you're not bothering me anything. I was just watching TV. I said, okay, cool. When I got there, I told her that my parents were getting a divorce. We had talked for a while and then I told myself I need to go. It was six o'clock in the morning. I had to get ready for work. I told myself I should leave now, but there was a part of me that didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay and I wanted to talk to her. The sound of her voice just made everything right in my head. It was calming to me. Everything in the world was still going on. My parents were still getting divorced, but in my mind, her voice was just music to my ears. Now it was seven o'clock in the morning. I knew that I was going to be late. And I put myself at peace with that. I got up and I left, and I drove myself home. I was starting on my car, and that's when Vanessa called me. As I was turning the corner, the clock read 8.25. I needed to be working 9. There was no way I was going to make it in time without taking the freeway. But I had this terrible feeling that was telling me not to go that way. But I couldn't be late. I didn't listen to my gut. Me and Vanessa were talking, and at first everything was going well. As I was getting ready to exit the freeway, and I was exiting to merge into the street. There was a light. It was green, so I didn't stop. But on the right of me, there was another street. The light was red. There was a car coming, and they weren't slowing down. They ran the light, and they ended up crashing into me. This crash was like no other. It sounded like someone took a wrecking ball to a building. It knocked me unconscious. Vanessa was still on the phone when the crash had happened. At first, she didn't know what to think. But everything pointed to a car crash. She called my name and got no reply. There was a bystander that had called nine one one. Vanessa could hear the sirens of the ambulance. They came to make sure I was okay because the crash looked horrific, like I wasn't going to survive. The EMT saw that there was someone on the phone and informed tell about everything. And Vanessa told them that she'd come to the hospital right away. They checked my heartbeat and they didn't hear anything. They put me on the stretcher and loaded me onto the ambulance. When they put me on there, they had to use the defibrillator on me. At first, it didn't work. The second time they used it, it did. My heart was beating, but I was still unconscious. They rushed me to the hospital, and they hooked me up to a bed. Vanessa came, and they told her it was only a matter of time before I would wake up, but they didn't know when or if I was going to wake up that same day. She stayed with me the whole time. When I woke up, it was 12 o'clock. She got the doctor, and they ran tests to make sure that I didn't suffer from any permanent damage. The doctor told me that they wanted to cue me for a couple more days just to make sure that I was okay. I had a broken leg and some broken ribs, but nothing too permanent. Every day, Vanessa would bring me food, the good kind, so I didn't have to eat this hospital food. Finally, they released me out, but they said that I couldn't be alone because I could fall or anything had happened and it would lead with permanent damage. I said, okay, I can call some family. Vanessa told me that she would watch me, and I laughed and I told her I don't need a babysitter. She told me it was fine and that it was no trouble took me to her house and let me stay in the guest room. The next day, I woke up and I went to make breakfast and some random guy came into the house. Vanessa's daughter came out saying, Daddy, he asked her, who's mommy's new friend? And she told him, that's not her friend. That's mommy's new boyfriend. He had a bad expression on his face. that gave me the impression that something wasn't right. I asked him who he was and he said Vanessa's husband. Vanessa came out and she didn't say anything. So I decided to get my things and leave. I didn't want her to explain. I didn't want to hear it. To this day, I wish i never met the lady at the park. Thank you for listening to this episode of CTA Creative Writing. The CTA Creative Writing Podcast is an introduction of Chisholm Chill Academy, Fine Arts Department. This episode was titled, The Woman in the Park. And it was written and produced by Denise Crooks. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share and leave a comment.